beautiful soul. Welcome to Your Story is a Legacy show. My name is Rosanna Jackalone, and I'll be your host, your life story guide, your legacy coach, your spiritual healer, and friend. This show will help you get inspired and give you resources and practical tips so you can craft and tell your unique life story for yourself, your children, and generations to come. I bet you were asking, well, how will this show make my life better? It will do that by first, helping you to get to know yourself more deeply and in the process, learn your passions and the unique gifts you bring to the world. Second, it helps you get through transitions, things like job loss, marriage, childbirth, relocation, even things like divorce. It also helps you heal by turning traumas in your life into triumphs. And finally, it helps you create a legacy to leave for yourself, your family, and future generations. If that sounds good to you, let's begin our journey together. Good morning, beautiful soul. Today I'm going to talk about long-distance relationships. It seems as though as we get older and develop families of our own, we split off into our own pods and it's harder to get together with our family of origin. Similarly, we see this with our closest friends. We're all living in different places and have different demands on our time and emotional bandwidth. Well, what if I told you that no matter how far away you are from your loved ones or how busy you are, that there are special ways to connect to keep those important relationships strong. Each of these ideas requires planning, time, and in some cases, creativity. So listen in because today we're going to discuss 10 ways to stay connected. Number one, find something you share to anchor your relationship. For instance, if you like to cook, sign up for a virtual cooking class. I had so much fun when my sister-in-law, Chris, uh, and her sister uh, joined in a uh, French cooking class. It was a great time. It was a shared experience. And we had wonderful photo memories after the class, plus many funny exchanges on who made the better pie. <laughs> and it was not me, I'm just saying. Uh, it does not have to be cooking. Uh, it could be a Netflix series you could watch and comment on together or any other shared interest. Number two, get together for a virtual happy hour. I have done this with many friends. It is fantastic. We carve out the time and meet via FaceTime with a glass of wine. 
or truth be told, sometimes a bottle of wine. <laughs> it's a wonderful way to get together and almost as good as doing it in person. We're just able to relax and have a nice catch up with each other before we return to family evening activities. Number three, attend a concert with a family or friend from home. I always love to do this via Facebook Live since I would be at a show with an artist my sister loves or my brother loves or even one of my nieces love and I would invite them into the moment. It was great to see their comments in real time and feel like we were sharing the show. Or you can always go to Billboard to see the live streams for the month and see a show you may want to watch together virtually and as a bonus you could see it in your PJs. <laughs> Number four is one of my favorites. Sending a handwritten note or card. There is nothing more special in this day of digital everything than the gift of time and a handwritten note or card. The time you took to pick out a card that you know would be meaningful to the person you're sending it to, and then personalize it if you're able. For instance, I'll get like a funny cartoon drawing and I will print out photos and adjust the size of them of my family members' faces and put them on the card. And then I write a special message inside. Uh, this is something that my family members and friends treasure. It's not a little electronic communication that someone is likely to delete. Number five, schedule a virtual workout with a friend. I mean, you get the two bonuses of staying in touch and staying healthy. There are so many fun programs, no matter your level of fitness, that you can do with someone you used to do this with in person. One of my girlfriends from South Carolina and I do a bar workout for 30 minutes together each week. Number six, schedule calls and stick to the time you planned. You know why this is important. When you want to get something done, you set time aside for it. This is no different than a special call a special phone call where you can have undistracted time with a person you love, actively listening and getting vulnerable with each other. That's something you can't do if you're talking to each other in between appointments or while you're running out to get your morning coffee. Number seven, use your vacation time to visit your closest family and friends. Because of the limited amount of time we all have, you're going to quickly see what a short list of people this becomes, but you become religious about scheduling it. It's often helpful if you can do it about the same time every year. And visiting truly is the most important or one of the most important things we can do to keep a long distance relationship going. Number eight, 
celebrate occasions with live videos and share them with the people you love that could not be there. It makes them feel included in the event like they were there and they comment after. Number nine, know the special dates of the people you love. My dad, may he rest in peace, had a beautifully handwritten annual calendar he used to record every birthday of our growing family members. He would update it each year with the correct ages of everyone. I copied his calendar idea, but I also write down important events. For instance, did someone I love just get a promotion? Do they have an upcoming surgery? Is something significant happening with one of their children? I write keynotes when I'm having one of my catch-ups with them. And from these notes, I'll put a little reminder on my calendar so that I can send a quick check-in text or email about the item. Number 10, learn something new together. I have been loving my masterclass subscription and I'm learning so many interesting things, which are always more fun when you share them. Choose a topic you and the person you love like and watch it together on Zoom. As a bonus, someone I know just told me about a special way to send messages via a love box, which is a pretty wood box that alerts someone to a new personalized message with a spinning heart on the outside of it. It looks adorable. So who knows, by the time I do a part two to this episode, a love box may be included in my ideas. Stay tuned because I have to test it out before I share it with any of you. So let me know the ways you connect with your family and loved ones that are living all over the world. I always love hearing from you. And until next week, I'm sending you so much light and love. If you feel inspired by this show, I would be so grateful if you would leave a review on iTunes or subscribe to the show since I update the topics weekly. And if you feel there are others who would like this show, please take a screenshot of the show, add it to your Instagram story, and tag me at mymagnusopus. Also, I'd like to get to know you, so please join our email list by signing up at www.mymagnusopus.com. You can also join our private Facebook group of like-minded legacy storytellers by going to My Magnus Opus Community. Thanks so much for tuning in. May your day be full of abundance in everything you do and keep your head up always. Until next time, I'm sending you love and light.